Hello there. What's up? My name is Nate. You're listening to Life Tips Podcast. Welcome. Everyday life topics with advice and tips for becoming a better you. This show is all about self-improvement. Each episode is unique to whatever you're going through, and it doesn't matter your youth or gender. Everyone can benefit. But the reality is that nobody is perfect. There's always going to be downfall with rising, and there's something to improve upon every single day. So if you want to make changes in your life, then follow along, and I'll help you take yesterday's mistakes and master them for a new tomorrow. Let's get started. Alright, before we get started with this episode today, if you are brand new to Life Tips, thank you, thank you, thank you. I look forward to uh, impacting your life and I pray that you take something that I've said to heart, jot it down in your notes, on your phone, in your notepad, wherever, and just plan to apply it to your life. If you are a current or faithful listener of the show who have been with us since day one, welcome back. Excited to continue this journey with you, and we hope that you continue to enjoy the show as you always do. All right, let's get started. Hey, y'all. Quick, explicit content warning. Yeah. This episode, oh yeah, plenty of cussing and language and references and sexuality and stuff like that. So if this is not your thing, just wait for next week. But if you're going to stick around, then just wanted to warn you, this is probably going to be the only episode ever in the history of the show where perfusive, you know, expletives and language and yeah, just just so y'all know. Okay, cool. What's up world? Welcome back to Life Tips Season 7. I'm your host, Nate, and I'm an inspirational speaker. Today's guest is Skip the Kid from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Let's welcome Skip onto the show for the first time ever. All right, y'all. Part one. Skip, Skip in the building. What's good, bro? What's going on, man? Not much, bro. So, yeah, man, go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Share your story with us. All right. No problem. Well, as you may know, my name is Skip the Kid. Uh, I'm from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I've been rapping since I was 11. Uh, I went through, <laughs> I went through so many rap names, man. Uh, I'm actually glad one that actually stuck and makes sense. Um, because the uh, skip part comes from the fact that. Uh, my dad and my grandfather, they all have the same name, but I got named something different. So the name skipped me. Um, so that's where that comes from. And I have a coincide story with that. Uh, so I was in high school and there was this girl that I really wanted to talk to. And I finally ran into her by herself. Her friends weren't there to cop block nothing. <laughs> so I, I shot my shot. And it took me like 20 minutes to like get her number and get back to class. But the class was only 30 minutes long. So by the time I got there, the class was damn near over. So I had a friend. And she was like, oh, well, I'm going to just call you Skip since you like to skip class or whatever. So then... um 
I made that my Twitter handle. Skip the Kid was my Twitter handle for a very long time before I decided to like actually make it my rap name. So that's the story behind my name. That's that's real dope because you don't really get to hear a lot of times, you know, the, the behind the scenes with rappers and you know how they come up with their names and what and and and, and, and marketing themselves that's really dope that's really dope um, so yeah man um I'm sure there's somebody listening who in the rap game right now who haven't hasn't gotten around to their first project and um you know so what would you say to what would you say what would you say to that person who hasn't gotten around to releasing their project yet uh, there's a couple things I would say. First and foremost is, uh, stay true to yourself. I know that music, um, especially now, uh, there's a lot of peaks and valleys. You know, you'll see somebody make a hit song about something, and then in order to try to get famous, you have 50 other songs that follow behind it. We've seen this trend time and time again. But, uh, the quickest way to get famous is to stay true to yourself. A lot of people do things to gain clout and fame and don't realize that they have to keep that shit up in order to keep the fame and notoriety and things like that. So if you can stay true to yourself, then you have nothing to worry about. Uh, love what you do. Don't do it just to try to get rich quick. Uh, I really am in love with rap. I've been listening to rap ever since I could put a CD in a CD player. Um, this is something that I've always wanted to do. Uh, and I mean, a lot of people give up on their dreams, but I just haven't, I haven't gotten to that point yet. Um, this is something that I actually want to accomplish. You know, this is one of my life goals, life dreams. And uh, hopefully I catch my dreams because you can't, you can only chase them for so long. Uh, and I think the last thing I would say is take your time. Mm. You know, the uh, landscape of the industry is very ADHD-esque. Like, you drop a song and then people are asking you to drop another song. Um, there's a lot of slept-on albums and bodies of work in the music industry only because everybody has that short attention span. So they want song after song after song after song. Mm -hmm. So a lot of this music doesn't age well. Uh, so stay true to yourself, love what you do, and take your time. You know, you don't have to rush for anybody. Uh, don't feel pressured to just put something out. Uh, you know, don't be afraid to put out a single. Don't be afraid to do freestyles or anything like that. But uh, if you can stick to those three things, I mean, I think you should do great. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's what's up. To uh, to throw a little monkey wrench question in here that wasn't on the list, um, what are your thoughts? Because I want to know um, over the last several years we've seen a spike in you know rappers on the come up who just you know blew up and made it. I mean, got Cardi out here, Meg, City Girls. Uh, who else am I missing? Uh, but just even you, even those three, it's just like the the female slash women rappers have changed the game now, and it's just like they're out here, bro. So like, got any advice for the? Uh, Got any advice for the lady rapper out there? Just, you know, who may be listening? Um, Any advice for any women that are out there rapping? Uh, I mean, you ain't got to be out here shaking no ass. I mean, look at Rhapsody. Mm. Uh, there's plenty of other examples I could use, but she's sure. probably the best example I could use okay. out of everybody. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you got bars, then you spit your bars, you know. But if you can do both, you know, do both. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. I think every woman has two sides to her. So whether you have a ratchet side 
and a conscious side, you can utilize both of those in your music. You don't have to stick to one or the other. I know a lot of times uh, it's, it's kind of even harder for women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I understand that. So uh, my advice would be just, like I said, stay true to yourself. If you know shaking ass in the club, making your ass club ain't you, then don't make that type of music. If you know the struggles that women go through, if you feel like you can't express that in your music, then don't try to, you know, do what works for you. Because we all have a niche. I mean, I know the music industry is kind of cut and dry as far as, like, subject matter, especially here and now in the uh, current times. But... You know, you got to find your niche. Just a lot of people who have cult followings. Uh, look at Larry June, Currency. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can say Rhapsody. We can say mm-hmm. Megan. We can say Cardi. We can say a lot of other artists. You know, and some of those artists are lesser known mm-hmm. to some people only because they don't they don't listen to underground or they don't listen to mainstream or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be either or. But, um... There's room out here for everybody. Don't feel discouraged. Don't uh, don't give up. You know, if you feel like music is your passion, no matter how how you cut it, if music is your passion, then stay the course. Because Jay Z is living proof. You ain't got to be young to be successful. Uh, a lot of people feel like rapping at a certain age is unnecessary. Mm. But when you got people who pushing 50 and 40 still out here striving and doing excellent, then, you know, there's hope for me. There's hope for you. You know, I haven't made it to where I want to be yet. But just seeing these stories and these um, journeys, you know, everybody who came before me, man, I always got that flicker of hope. So that would be my advice to anybody, not just women, but anybody. Mm. Before we go into part two, which I cannot wait to tell you what part two is, everybody, but we got two more things to talk about. Networking. Y'all know Skip didn't just do this by himself. The man has connections. He had to network to get this project out, which we'll talk about in just a second. But in the but even in that, you know, adulting, man, like. So. Talk about networking and adulting simultaneously. Uh, Do you have any advice for those listening about, you know who they collab with on their projects and stuff like that. Cause you've only had, I believe two people or one person to collab with on your, uh, you know, that you had like written their name in the track. And then, um, you know, what about your younger self? What would you tell your younger self if you, uh, if you could go back in time and, you know, talk to, talk to your younger self on the come up. Cause there's a lot of young people out here in the last generation who are on the come up, just starting their adult journey. Some people just turning 18. So it's kind of like, yeah, I know it's a loaded question, but you know, do your best with it. Oh, no problem. Um, I would start with, you have time, you know, nobody has it figured out fresh off the porch. Like nobody has it figured out fresh out of high school. You have time. Um, you do not have to go the college route. Mm. You don't have to go the college route. There's plenty of trade. There's plenty of uh, non-conventional jobs out there for anybody. Um, Networking and adulting go hand in hand because Mm. they both take work. Unfortunately, with the great one, uh, I was met with a little uh, adversity because I would reach out to people and uh, no one responded. Um, Mm. Luckily, uh, King Bishop was a part of my camp. So 
he was uh, in the mix as the project was coming together. Mm. Uh, it's definitely unfortunate that <clears throat> it's definitely unfortunate that he was the only feature because I definitely had more plans to have more features. But um, I've always been self sufficient. I've always been uh, a lone wolf, as you would say, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not downplaying my support system and the people who actually see the vision and rock with my music authentically. But uh, I've always felt like I wasn't anybody's favorite. I always mm -hmm. felt like I had to do things on my own. And sometimes that's all you need. You know, as long as you can do something on your own, then you're, you, you're a winner uh, in my book. Uh, networking, uh, I will be honest with y'all and say that networking has been my Achilles heel for a long time. Mm. Uh, early on with my first couple of projects, I thought that the music was enough, and it isn't. You definitely have to do the legwork behind the music. Mm. Uh, your music can be great, but it's not going to pop if you don't put any work behind it. And I had to learn that the hard way. Uh, the projects before the great one mm -hmm. were definitely under-promoted. And mm -hmm. that was largely on my part. Okay. Um, the project before the great one, Winner Take All, is also on all streaming platforms. Okay. And y'all can take a listen to that at your own discretion. But it'll make your day better, so I advise you to listen. Mm -hmm. But... Um, <clears throat> like I said, very, very, very underpromoted. Uh, I did not use my gift to gab to my um, to my advantage, and I semi corrected that with the great one. Uh, one second. Mm -hmm. So y'all, he has two tracks: the great one and this one. So the great one basically. It's his recent album, and then Winner Take All is the last one, so we'll make sure to put that in the show notes so y'all can go ahead and listen, but he's back, and um, he's just sharing with us about networking, you know, from what he learned from Winner Take All into the great one, so. so. Oh, yeah, um, but as I was saying, uh, I definitely corrected any mistake that I did make, we went to take off, and I uh, put that into the great one, mm -hmm. and I've gotten generally great reviews. Um, but to someone who is trying to balance both, you can. Um, a cool little gem I can give to you all is Plan B is supposed to help make Plan A work. Mm. So if you can adult. And network and uh put the time in then you know you're bound for success uh and it's funny that i say that because uh my label is built for success and it's just mm. me but um it's definitely something that i stand behind and uh above all else i feel like somebody every anybody could stand behind that as well but uh I would say a main key to networking and adulting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is just to to make sure that you keep your eye on the prize. And if it's and even if it's just meeting people and just telling them what you do, giving them business cards or giving them links to whatever you're working on, whether it's an album or artwork or whatever, uh, just taking one step in the right direction is opening up a door or another lane for you to go into. Uh, but yeah, above all those, I would say when it comes to networking and adulting, it all starts with you. So if you have the motivation to do it, you have the drive and the ambition to grow or succeed in whatever field that you're working in, then that's where it needs to start. It needs to start with you. Facts. Facts. So, talk about it. I know, I know you mentioned Winner Take All was your first project, but I know this is not in the notes, but y'all, I really want to quickly go through the 
the progression because I, I myself, listening to The Great One, found Winner Take All in the YouTube playlist on top of it. Kind of got into a few songs myself. So I'm like, okay, I need to adjust this question. So let's talk about Winner Take All just a little bit first and then transition into The Great One. And um, give us like a behind the scenes look of what creating those projects were like, because I know you had to sit down and and write them all. Um, right. And you didn't do it all. Y'all know he didn't do this by himself. The man has said he has a record label. So, you know, talk about that for talk about that for a second. What was the process like? How many times did you go into the booth? Like, and if you want to shout out anybody in particular with the production aspect, because I mean, y'all, the man's beats were so fire. I was going off listening to this, like both projects. I was like, yo, who produced this? Like, because I know I'm getting off on a little slight tangent, but I was listening to, I was listening to my man Lecrae, favorite Christian hip hop artist. And I was listening to a little bit of the, the church clothes series. Cause number four is coming out. If y'all didn't know church clothes four is coming out later this year. So go back and listen to one, two and three. But I mean, you know, be on the track. Uh, and, and the Canon, you know, they were on church clothes one and two and, you know, B.O.B. And, and some other people, but like, yeah, talk about the uh, the behind the scenes aspect of creating those two projects for a little bit, you know, not just about from the writing standpoint, but like going into the studio and being behind the, the glass, you know, having your producers and, and your sound people and your engineers and your mixers like y'all that literally goes into a whole album. Like you can't just go in there and all right, I'm gonna just rap and it's over. No, <laughs> it takes a long time. So yeah, man. Um, yeah, I can elaborate on that. Um, the great one and winner take all are actually four years. Of, uh, no, excuse me. No, actually, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, Winner Take All and The Great One are four years apart. Oh, wow. Um, Goodness. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, unfortunately, it would they would have been released in a more rapid succession, but as many artists or people in life, things happen. Mm -hmm. Hardships mm -hmm. happen. Right. You um, may not have enough time. I know a lot of people say, oh, I'm in the studio all the time. Like, nah. The process from me finishing when to take all and me finishing the great one was four years um mm. but i will say that none of my songs are recycled uh, i record everything fresh uh it helps with my creative juices um to record everything as i'm going along mm. uh, i do not record stuff just to record it mm. i record things um, I don't, it's, I kind of take the Sade approach to things. A okay. lot of people don't know this, but Sade only records songs when she has something to say. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, so I kind of took that approach with my music, like because a lot of times we make pointless music, and sometimes that pointless music can be fire. I'm not gonna sit here and downplay that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, songs without subject matter or a message can exist, and they can succeed. But a lot of times, uh, artists on the come up, we need something to talk about, whether it's, you know, money, hoes, and clothes to uh, mental health issues and uh, hardships and struggles, success and uh, prosperity, all types of topics. Um, I don't know an artist out there that just doesn't have anything to say. So when it came down to uh winner take all um the situation before the creation of winner take all is crazy and i can mm -hmm. elaborate for a little sure bit. sure um i was working with a group of people 
and everything just unraveled. And as much as I wanted to do something with people that I was rocking with and I cared about, I wasn't thinking about myself. So when everything kind of went to the wayside, I took time out and really like did so some soul searching and things of that nature. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, as I was creating Winner Take All, um, everything just kind of came into perspective for me. Um, anybody who listens to that album before the great one, you can definitely see the, you can definitely see the growth in um, each of the projects. Uh, I try to, uh, I try to elevate in everything that I do, whether it be music or life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually, I'm I'm somewhat of a workhorse. Mm-hmm. Both of those projects were recorded in less than a month, respectively. Um, so. The uh, Winner Take All was that was recorded in two recording sessions um, within um, within two weeks of each other mm. because you know I'm, I mean I ain't out here making millions of dollars off my music just yet so uh, I still have a nine to five so you know sometimes I would have to take time off you know oh let me go to the studio and uh, do a couple songs, get my money up, go back, do the rest of the songs. And uh, the great one was actually recorded in one running recording session. Mm. Uh, And I don't know if you noticed this, Nate, but both songs both have 11 tracks. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, 11 is a number that just popped up in my life. So like from my shoe size to the year I graduated, you know, it's just a lot of stuff. Like 11 just kept popping up, popping up, popping up. So uh, when I created Winner Take All, I went out of my way to make sure that it was 11 tracks exactly. I did have a bonus track, but due to sampling issues, uh, the streaming platforms wasn't having it. But you can go listen to that bonus track on SoundCloud, where the original, the original track listing is still there, and you can still listen to it. But um, progressing to the great one, mm-hmm. uh, a producer that uh, has been involved in my career since the beginning uh, is Balik, and. He's based out of South Carolina. Well, actually, he was based out of North Carolina at first mm-hmm. and then went mm-hmm. to South Carolina. And uh, we never lost touch. Uh, he produced a couple. He's actually produced a, at one. He's produced a song on every one of my projects that I ever put out, even down to, like, the little fly-by-night mixtape that I put out before I really uh, started gaining some type of traction. Wow. So as you probably noticed, he produced all 11 songs on the great one. Mm. And, you know, he's been a wonderful asset in this journey of mine. Uh, I don't know exactly where I would be if it wasn't for Belief. You know, big shout out to the bro. Um, He definitely, uh, he definitely put me in a direction to where I could be self-sufficient and do things independently. Um, He's definitely shown me that you don't need certain things or certain people to to succeed. Um, But, you know, he's definitely like a brother, you know, a big brother. He definitely put me on so much knowledge and information and, uh, you know, definitely a um, critical part of my story so big shout out to him and definitely be on the lookout for more uh skip and bleak collaborations you know we trying to be like drake and 40 one day um but uh as far as the great one goes uh that was another moment where 
I really just locked in, you know. Um, I felt like what I had needed to be heard. And when you feel like it needs to be heard, man, you're going to do what you got to do. So mm. that's basically what happened. I did what I had to do. And um, everybody who's heard, everybody who has heard that project has had nothing but good things to say about it. I have yet to hear a bad review. And I think that's awesome. Um, seeing that from where I started to uh, to where I am and where I'm trying to go, uh, things are aligning. And I couldn't be more proud of myself the people that uh, truly, genuinely rock with my music and um, me as a person. So uh, I actually, I do have another project in the works. Uh, it does not have a name yet, but uh, I'm in the works of putting that together. Uh, and if not, and if not this year, then definitely sometime early early next year because uh you know like i said earlier i just take my time i don't really like to make music just to make it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but um yeah definitely be on the lookout uh i definitely got some i got some stuff in the cut for everybody to enjoy uh definitely got more content coming like I said, the music just isn't enough, so I'm looking to uh, shoot visuals and uh, mm -hmm. things for, like, YouTube and Instagram and things like that. So, yeah, just definitely be on the lookout for everything. And so, um, in addition to being on the lookout for the new project, One last thing I was curious about, and then you can give you know, give your socials so everybody know where to follow you. But um, one last thing I was curious about was um, music videos, because I know a good friend of mine. He's a rapper, even though he doesn't have his own project out yet. But he's a rapper, and uh, he also manages an artist and he's been in a bunch of music videos with with folks that are killing it out here in the in the dmv he's asked me to be a part of some music videos before so i was just like huh wonder if there's gonna be some music videos from skip in the future with with a team of people and <coughs> production and everything and and of course you know pandemic pending That's another one of the chinks in my armor. Uh, I did not have the funds to shoot music videos. Mm -hmm. I mean, I will admit, having visuals is something very, very critical to a song's success. Uh, mm -hmm. Sometimes radio isn't enough. Streaming isn't enough. Mm -hmm. um, the visual definitely helps the promotion of the song. Uh, but I just put all the money that I ever had into getting to the studio and mm. putting out quality music. Mm. Uh, I wasn't really thinking about videos or anything like that. Uh, I mean, if I knew then what I knew now, I would definitely have a good repertoire of videos out there for everyone to enjoy. Mm -hmm. But um, <clears throat> with growth comes learning. So I definitely learned that this is something that's uh, very critical and important. And I would do my best to uh, get visuals out there for you guys. Uh, but it takes money to make money. So uh, you can help by streaming my music. Um, everything comes out of my left pocket. So, you know, even if you stream one song once a day, it's helping helping me reach my goals uh, on, in addition to the money that I invest in myself. So, yeah, uh, I could definitely get more music videos out there to you guys for sure. But uh, 
in the meantime, just stream, just stream, stream, stream. You know, bump my tunes, man. It'll make your day better. <laughs> right. So, yeah, man, where can everybody find you, the music and all that? So yeah, man. So give us our, give us your show shows. Where can we find the projects? I um, you can follow me on Twitter at Skip the Kid. That's S K I P D H A K I D D. Um, you can also find me on Facebook under Skip the Kid. Uh, you can find my music on all streaming platforms. Just type in Skip the Kid. Matter of fact. You can cut out the middleman and just Google me at this point. <laughs> mm. um, but if you Google Skip the Kid, everything about me pops up. So, um, yeah, man, follow me. I definitely interact with people as long as they interact with me. I will say that, uh, you know, just as a poor warning, uh, my my social media isn't for the weak hearted. Uh, mm. Not saying that I'm out here posting wild stuff, but um, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, just have the heart and the mind for it. Because um, sometimes, you know, as we all do, you know, sometimes we tweet how we feel or mm -hmm, mm -hmm, tweet mm -hmm. things that we like and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, keep in mind that I'm an adult. Mm -hmm. or as I, anybody my age would like to say, I'm a grown-ass man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, follow me on on everything, actually. You know, Skip the Kid, S-K-I-P, D-H-A-K-I-D-D. -D. You find all my music, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, mm -hmm. uh, things of that nature. You know, bump my tunes, follow me, come chop it up with the great one. Well, we appreciate you being on the show today, man. We really do. Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate you having me, man. It was definitely a wonderful opportunity, man. I couldn't let it pass. Um, one more thing before I go. Sure. Uh, the Great One, the title behind The Great One came as a, a plot to hype myself up. I mean, a lot of people, we, you know, when, when you do anything, you want to be the greatest. You want to be the greatest at what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, and for a while I was as an alternative name it was going to be SDK the Great mm. but then I kind of just flipped it and turned it into the Great One mm. um, I got it from The Rock you know anybody who watched 90s WWE knows that he uh, called himself the Great One um mm. But I flipped that and made it personal for myself. And um, I had inspiration from Alexander the Great. Uh, if you do your wow. Googles, uh, you'll know that Alexander the Great was undefeated in battle. So I took wow. that approach and said, like, you know, I'm basically unbeatable or unfuckwittable, as some would say. Mm -hmm, <laughs> mm -hmm. But uh, but yeah, that was definitely the inspiration behind that name. So anytime you hear me, actually that's uh, that's my name on Twitter. So like if you see like somebody said like you follow me and I follow you back, you know they'll say the great one followed you back. So <laughs> it works. All right, y'all. But yeah, man. Surprise! We're actually gonna go through the great one, like all eleven tracks. And Skip's gonna give his uh, behind the scenes look at it. So that's part two coming right at you now. I'm the host of the Women Are Royalty podcast, where we have raw conversations with the real women who walk according to a royal standard. You can find my show, Women Are Royalty, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Um, which is really excited. I was really excited when it when they dropped on iHeartRadio. So yes, you can find it on iHeartRadio, I have a podcast, Spotify podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast. What's up, family? It's your hostess with the most T the goat from over at Powerfully Black and Excellent. It's the podcast that seeks to make your skin folk, your kinfolk all across the nation, baby. Now look. 
I'm not going to be on here for too long, but listen, if you're looking for a way to find out more about black entrepreneurs and business professionals, we got you. If you're looking for a way to entertain yourself on a lazy Sunday, we got you. If you're looking for motivation, inspiration, or something that just puts that fire underneath of you to make sure that you follow your passion, we got you over at Powerfully Black and Excellent. You can find us on almost all streaming platforms under the name Powerfully, Black and Excellent without the E. You know what I'm saying? But we launch a new episode every week on Sunday at 12 p.m. So if you're not listening to us, I don't know what you're doing. Come join the fam. What's good, everybody? We are back, and it is time for part two. So in part two, we're going to listen into a little bit of the Great One album, and Skip is going to share with us just a little bit of things regarding to that, I mean, regarding the album and regarding all the tracks that are in it. So, um, yeah, here we go. It's Blink. <laughs> yeah. So, tell us about Off the Top. Well, Off the Top was uh, something I made on the fly. Uh, it's actually a phrase I say a lot. So, you know, it was more or less like, you know, I need mine off the top. So then it kind of kind of put itself together, to be honest with you. Uh, it didn't take me long to write it, man. Probably like 15 minutes tops. And um, it really didn't have a subject at first. But once, you know, everything started putting itself together, you know, it came to be a beautiful thing. Uh, I chose it as the intro because I needed something with some energy. Uh, and you always want to start off on a good foot. So that's how that came about. Sweet, 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 sweet. Where y'all at? Track number two. Uh, where y'all at was basically, uh, um, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I wrote that. I was mad. I was mad at. Uh, I was mad at a couple people because uh, a lot of times, man, when you when you have a dream, and it could be any type of dream, 
you know, a lot of people are going to sell you short. Uh, or they'll just downplay it all together. So when I first started rapping, you know, I would tell people, like, you know, I'm going to pop one day. I'm going to make it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do something. <clears throat> and it's either they would just dismiss me or just shit on me all together. And I felt the way, you know, I still get a uh, a taste of that every now and again. But as I was writing this song, you know, I had just finished talking to somebody about putting the project together and they weren't, they weren't feeling it, you know, but then I decided to make the best of the situation and say, Hey, you know what? I, I know that anybody who rocked with me, they were present, but the ones who weren't, where y'all at now? Cause I told you I was going to make something of this. And you didn't believe me. But now, you know, I can show you better than I can tell you. If I did it once, just know that I'ma do it again. It's trying to break. Go back to back and do it again. Once I make a meal, it's a must I do it again. Trying to fuck you and your friends. Link up, baby, let's do it again. Do it again, again, again. Savage shit, on my do damage right. shit. I told that bitch to wash her ass and dip, cause I got cash to get. Oh my God. Let go that attitude, baby, don't be mad again. Hey. Just pick up the phone when it's time to hit that ass again. Gotta bleed a singer's nice time to get that cash again. Cash. Send that stuff to her. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Again. Number three. Uh, again was uh, your typical braggadocious track. Uh, it was actually based off a true story. Um, I ain't gonna say no names, <laughs> but uh, part of that is a true story. So uh, it was more or less like you can make up names if you want to. Ah, uh, nah, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave names, man. You know, I feel you. You know, real ones don't kiss and tell no way. So uh, we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave them anonymous right now. Back. But uh. The basis of that would be, um, like I said, it's just a typical braggadocious track. Um, it's very catchy. I've I've been told that it's a favorite off the album. Uh, it's one of my personal favorites. I enjoy writing the song. I enjoy recording the song. Um, and in the event of me performing it, I love performing it. So the, it's just a good track overall. Uh, if you listen to it, you know, uh, there's some gems in there. You just got to listen, you know, that's all I can say. Um, I got a lot of personal favorites on this album, man. I really, I really took my time in uh, putting this album together. Uh, I was going through a lot before I started doing it, so putting this album out really kind of put all my ducks in a row. Let's say, 
you know, kind of put me back on the on the uh, track I needed to be on, and I needed to be on that type of time. Wow. Mm-hmm. Now this one, y'all, this one. So is that really something about minding your own business? <laughs> yeah, it, it was, man. Um, mm. <laughs> I, it's something everybody should learn how to do. I would say that. It's uh, vital to success. If you just mind your own business, man. Keep your eyes on your own paper. Uh, it's a lot of things that we let distract us and... Sometimes the best thing to do is focus on what's in front of you. And sometimes it could be something as simple as making it to the end of your work shift, making it to the mall, you know, whatever. But when you focus on other things, you take your focus off what's important to you. So when you mind your own business and you focus on everything that's important to you, vital to you. And I just created a song that fit that to the T. Could you sounds personal? Uh, it is. Um, that was just a message to everybody who's ever done me wrong. Mm. You know, um, I'm a caring person, loyal, dependable. So to cross me is just like, you know, throwing away a winning lottery ticket. Like, mm. don't do it. Mm. Um, you know, I've had my fair share of hardships and heartbreak and uh, Benedict Arnold's, so to speak, happen. Well, cases of that happen. So when I wrote How Could You, you know, it was really just a message from me to them saying, hey, like, how? Because like, uh, real is rare nowadays. And I mean, we all have our flaws, but, you know, ultimately, it's our decision to do good or bad. So when somebody do me wrong, man, I always take it personal. So uh, writing that song was actually easy at the time. I don't know about any other rappers, but sometimes when uh, emotions are involved, it just seems like the pen just flows on the paper and you have a song in less than like 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. but, uh, but yeah, that was one of my, uh, trying to drive the point home songs. I Life is all about choices. That's what you choose to do. Watch the company you keep. You gotta choose your crew. Money can't walk. You gotta go get. 
gotta wait to get some cash, cause I got options. I got options. Ain't gotta wait to fuck, why? Cause I got options. I got options. Ain't gotta wait to make shit shake, cause I got options. Hey, I used to complain about shit I I got options. Wow. So yeah, man. What's up with that? Hey, man, I appreciate that. I really do. Um, options was, options was basically a song, man. Like we really all have choices. So uh, instead of me naming the song "Choices," I took the road less traveled and went with options. Um, I'm pretty sure there's other songs named Options, but um, during the writing process, I basically just wanted to give the listener, a, I guess you could say a little nudge in the right direction. That's what I would say. Because mm -hmm. uh, there's a line in there. I used to complain about shit I could change, but nowadays I just choose to grind. So instead of complaining, you know, I can get off my ass and grind. You know what I'm saying? So I could do that or I could just be sitting in the same spot, you know. So we all have choices out here. Anybody who uh, feel like they stuck in a rut or they had a crossroads, I mean, you just got to make the best decision for you. And that's a little bit about, that's a little bit of what options is about. Mm. With the way to y'all niggas. I'm chasing paper, talking all large figures. Trying to ball with y'all niggas. Ain't about to play with y'all niggas. I'm so different, night and day to y'all niggas. Applying pressure, put the way to y'all niggas. I'm chasing paper, talking all large figures. Trying to ball with y'all niggas. It's Philippe. I'ma go give me some money, money. I'ma go give me some cash. That's where they get on your feet. What? Is to get off of your ass. I'ma go get me a check. Yeah. I'ma go stack up some chips. Chips, chips. They talk about. Say what? Came in on it, I gotta go. I'ma go give me some money, money. I'ma go give me some cash. So those two tracks, Pressure and I'ma Go, both featured King Bishop. So, yeah, man. Um, How'd that come about? How did uh how'd you get King Bishop on the track? Uh I definitely uh know King Bishop personally. Uh we definitely went to high school together. Mm. Um at the time, you know, we were uh we were in talks of a collab album. Me and him were gonna um do a whole project together, you know, but uh time and life got in the way. But we did manage to get those two tracks done uh, for my project. And the collab album was supposed to feature those plus more. But like I said, time and life didn't permit. So definitely uh, appreciate him for um, collabing with me on that. You know, he also has a project out uh, called Tales from the Porch. And it's uh, on all streaming platforms. You know, I advise y'all to go check that out. Mmm. Mmm. Wow. All right, y'all. Two more, and then we and then we gonna shut it down. talking to a girl on that one <laughs> <laughs> i was man i was i was uh unfortunately the real life counterpart that the song is about did not 
take the bait, so to speak. But I got a good song out of it, and that's what really matters. Um, you know, I definitely wrote that with someone in mind. Um, I hope all is well with her. Uh, we haven't spoken in some time, but mm. I hope all is well with her. And, I mean, I don't know if she knows that that song is about her, but hopefully, you know, she'll, hopefully she'll figure it out one day. Mm -hmm. Leads into the last one. I mean, and this one. <laughs> this <laughs> one. song called Splack of Veli mm. by Pressure. Mm. And if you YouTube that song and listen to it, you'll kind of understand where I was going with it. But Fun Girl has a more modernized and some would say vulgar approach. Um, but I don't know about anybody else, but life imitates art. So <laughs> I've had a couple Fun Girls. Um, Everything I said in that song is definitely true. Uh, matter of fact, all of the everything that I say in any song that I write is true because I have to write it. I, you know, I don't get past the paper or any suggestions on anything that I write. And you know, some will say that's a good thing or a bad thing. But uh, "Fun Girl" was definitely one of those songs where, I mean, I was just popping my shit. You know, I was just running my mouth, and uh, a good song came out of it. Uh, it definitely has shock value. I will say that. Uh, but <laughs> what's life without a little variety? You know what I'm saying? A little spice. So I definitely enjoyed writing that song. Um, I didn't actually, I didn't think that the song was going to fit for the album as far as concept wise, but any project that I have, I like to have a healthy mix of uh, subject matter. And this just happened to be like one hell of a take on the task at hand. So it all flowed pretty well. I literally don't have anything else to say about Skip the Kid. Literally. Like this whole episode just speaks for itself. It just does. So, cop this guy's work, okay? Cop this guy's work. He's really good, killing it, bonkers amazing. All that jazz, man. Cop this guy's work, okay? That's all I'm going to say. See y'all next week's episode. If you want to follow Life Tips on social media, we have a Facebook account and a Twitter account, both at Life Tips Podcast. If you would like to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Nate underscore the underscore speaker or underscore orator Nate. Or you can follow me on Facebook at 
the wise orator, or you can follow me on Twitter at auth underscore gen underscore person. That's it for this episode. See you next week.